0: Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Link, a weekly podcast to help you uncover hidden things that steal your health. Thanks for joining us today. Here's your host, Dr. Mark Sherwood. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Healthcare's Missing Link, a podcast where we help you uncover or reveal those things that are missing and keeping you in your best health. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Sherwood. Today we're going to talk about a subject that's very much in the news today, very much the center of our thoughts, the center of our minds, and sometimes the center of our conversation. I'm tell this podcast, Whom or What Do You Fear? Now, I'm going to just kind of lay this out for you in a real simple manner, because uh, there is a healthy fear, and then there's an unhealthy fear. And let me break this down for you, and I'm going to use as a background uh, the Bible. Now, no matter what you feel, or what you think about the Bible, whether you think or feel it's God's word or whether you think it's you, or feel it's just a good book with good references and good motivational uh, tips. In either case, uh, we're gonna use that as our text to talk about you know, what does it say about fear? Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that today. Clearly, there's a constant drip of fear in the media, a constant drip of fear in, in our discussion, a constant drip of fear in our world. And it has affected our health. That is why I feel very strongly that this broadcast today needs to be listened to time and time again, because we're going to go back to, uh, again, the Bible to determine uh, whom or what do we need to fear and and really outline that concept of healthy fear versus unhealthy fear. I want to start off with a scripture that we're all aware of in 2 Timothy 1.7, and it says this, for God did not give. Uh, us a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind there's actually a variety of translations there but the bottom line is let's stay with the first half for God did not give us a spirit of fear so this concept of the spirit of fear uh, we know is not from God so if it's not from God um, you have to believe it's not from God in other words if it's not from God if you believe God who is who he says he is then this spirit of fear must come from the enemy Now, if God is love, the enemy is hate. The enemy is also fear. God is not about fear. He's about faith and love. So therefore, the enemy would be about fear and death or fear and hell. So I just want you to kind of think about that. So if we're walking in a spirit of fear, if we're talking in a spirit of fear, and if we're listening to a spirit of fear, perhaps— we're listening to the spirit of the enemy that's trying to take away our very lives. Now I'm going to read to you a couple more scriptures and I've got a marked here in my Bible. This is my, uh, this is my Bible I'm reading out of. So I just want you to be aware of that. So the first one, I want you to put these down as references and found in Luke chapter 12, verses four through five. And here's what it says. It's in red. So this must be Jesus writings um, or his sayings. I tell you, my friends, uh, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that, can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after killing the body, has power to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. We'll go one more forward, and this one is found in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Listen to this. Since the children have flesh and blood he too shared their humanity so that by his death, he might destroy him who holds the power of death. That is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. I want to pause right there because there's two kind of parallel or dueling stories here. First of all, in Luke, we're talking about this fear of him who has the power to throw you into hell. Now, Who is that and what is that? We say, well, God wouldn't put anybody into hell, would they? Well, in that case, since it's Jesus, we're talking about this idea of at the end of this thing called physical life, if we fail to understand that God is who he says he is and Jesus is who he says he is and Jesus died and rose again for our sins to take away uh, the imperfection we have, if we really believe that, then we're talking about a healthy fear of the time we stand in front of God and we know that he will separate us one by one, one by one, one going this way, and one going that way uh, from the kingdom of heaven to the eternal punishment of hell. So that's what that scripture is talking about. So it's not talking about, you know, fear of God who's evil. It's talking about uh, having a healthy fear of who God is. So that would be a concept of healthy fear a healthy fear, of reverent fear of who God is, because he's the one, uh, through him only can we get to heaven. The other side of the coin, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, we're talking about this fear of death. In this case, we're talking about the physical death. In the first place, we're talking about the eternal death. This time, we're talking about the physical death. A lot of people are running around right now, afraid to die physically. Um, i got news for you. We're all going to. And uh, two things I've learned from, you know, working with my wife and I at the Functional Medical Institute together is that people are going to die. That's number one. And number two, physicians cannot prevent that. So if a physician tells you he can prevent death, that would be a lie because that can't happen. So we have to accept the fact that we're going to die and we have to accept the other fact that physicians can't help that. So if if we're walking around um, fearing death, physical death then that is this unhealthy fear. As we see in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse verse 15, they're held by a slavery, a slavery by their fear of death. And that's what that's talking about. They are so scared of, of dying because they believe that there's nothing after physical death. Friends, I believe there is something after physical death. I believe there's an eternal life, and I believe it's an eternal life that's paved, if you will, by Jesus' walk, death, burial, and resurrection in physical life. Now, if you don't believe that, and you think that's crazy, and you think that's absurd, and you think, uh, you know, Dr. Mark, you've lost your mind, that's okay. I respect your belief. However, if I'm right and you're wrong, then What? Because if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm fine, I'm, I'm cool with that. My destination is the same as yours regardless. But if I'm right and you're wrong, friend, I, I tell you, we need to examine that very carefully. Examine if I'm telling the truth. If you don't believe I'm telling the truth, that's okay, it's fine. Again, I'm using the Bible, which I've told you the way we believe. Now, again, I respect you for believing something else. But if I'm right, and you're wrong, and you don't believe what I'm saying is true, man, that's an eternal decision that we're making. So I encourage you to open your mind up, open your heart up, open your ears up, open your mind up to another possibility. Maybe maybe Dr. Mark is right. Maybe Dr. Michelle is right. Maybe there's something after this thing called life. I'll read you two more scriptures here that I want you to catch. The other one is found in Psalm 147, 11. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. You see, hope is something that keeps us alive. And it also keeps us from fearing physical death. I want to say that one more time. Hope is something that keeps us alive. And it also keeps us from fearing physical death. If we really grasp that for a moment, That would be a freeing thing. You see, the people that fear death, they have no hope. People are running around and saying, you don't have respect, Dr. Mark. You're not wearing a mask. I mean, I'm using that facetiously. I'm not anti-masker formats. I just want to use this example. You don't have respect. You're trying to kill me. No, I'm not scared. I'm not concerned one bit about a virus. I'm not at all. I'm frankly not even concerned a little bit, neither is Dr. Michelle, because we have hope that when we die, and we will, because no one can prevent that, not even us as good as we are at preventing measures and and skilled at preventing measures, but we are not living life when we're living in fear perpetually. That I guarantee it because that represents a slavery to fear. Now I ask you to examine your heart, friend, along these lines. Are you living in perpetual fear of physical death? If you are afraid to physically die, you don't know about life, because life is more than just physical birth, living, and physical death. Life is about an eternal existence, and if you claim to be a believer in God, Jesus, the whole thing I've been talking about, you can't think like that, because it's anti-God. You see, I've already established that, because the spirit of fear is not from God. So the second verse I want to read to you again, another one here. I should say the fourth one or fifth one, is this Psalm thirty-three eighteen. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His mercy. Same context. There is hope in His mercy. There is hope in that when we stand before Him, because of Christ's death. Burial and resurrection, I ask you to open your minds to that, please. Open your hearts to that as a possibility. At that point, we can't have hope because He's going to grant mercy on us. Why is mercy needed? And I know I'm giving you kind of a long dissertation, but mercy is needed because God, who is perfect, cannot allow sinful mankind into his presence, especially into the kingdom of heaven, if we believe in heaven. So how is the imperfect made perfect? That is only by a perfect sacrifice, that being Jesus. So we we ask for mercy. We have hope in mercy that he will forgive us, and that is possible, that is plausible, and it is very doable by accepting Jesus for who he is. So I plead with you to understand the concept of a healthy fear, which is a reverent fear in a holy God who has the Ability to grant you entry into heaven for eternity and prevent you, based upon our own actions, prevent you and I from having to spend eternally in a place called eternity, in a place called hell, where we'll be in torment and where there'll be, as the Bible says again, weeping and gnashing of teeth, a place where you can actually get this see heaven, but can't go there. Can you imagine the torment of that for eternity? A place where your soul lives forever and heaven a place where your soul could live forever in peace. Friend, I'm telling you, I I don't know how to say it any more clearly than this. and I don't know how to be any more passionate than I am. You can shut this off, turn this thing off and not listen to it. That's your choice. That's your prerogative. I still love you and respect you just as much. And at the same time, I ask you to not do that, to listen and just do this for me. Just do this. If you are fearing physical death and you found yourself to be a slave, just gripped by this fear of dying, I'm talking about physical death. I just ask you to stop and ask God to show you himself if he's real. Just show you himself if he loves you. If he doesn't show you, good, fine, no worries, no problem. Be be blessed, that's cool. But if he does, shows you how much he loves you and that he is real, seek him. Listen to him. And then I believe you'll have the same hope that I have. Same hope that Dr. Michelle has. The same hope that gives us freedom from the slavery of the fear of physical death. And gives us that hope in mercy. I have a reverent fear of a holy God who loves me dearly, who makes me everything I am, who gives me ability to, to do these podcasts and do these videos and shows me truth, who shows us the physical body because he's a great physician. I can trust the white robe of Jesus over the white coat of science. I can trust that when I leave this earth, when I step out of this planet that is reality, that is time, then I'll step into another reality, that reality being eternity, that reality being different than this physical time and place where I'm looking at my watch, wondering what time it is, what day it is, what day this podcast is going to air. I can relax in that. I'm not concerned about physical death because when I leave this physical life, Friends, I can tell you, don't worry about me, because when I leave this physical life, I'm going to step immediately into the presence of my Heavenly Father, who prepared a place for me before the beginning of time, and he brought me out of eternity just to be right here talking to you right now. When I get done here on my place and my plan and my mission on earth, he'll carry me home back to where I came from, so I don't worry about this virus I don't worry about death. I don't worry about physical death at all because I believe I have an eternal home in a place called heaven so I can be at peace. Do we like the process of physical death? Of course not. Of course not. We all are not going to enjoy that. I mean, that can't be an enjoyable process, I'm sure, especially if it's a lot of suffering. I don't don't even want to think about that, really. That's honest. But yet I know at the end of that, Physical life is just the beginning of eternal life. And again, if I'm wrong, okay, I'm cool with that. I can be wrong all of my life because at least I have hope. But if my hope is wrong, okay, I'm still cool with that. But friend, if you say I'm wrong and you're wrong, and the truth that I'm speaking is really truth, and it turns out that you're believing a false lie that there is no God, that the guy is a tree of the universe or some kind of religion? Man, I'm telling you, eternity is too long to be wrong. Eternity is eternally too long to be wrong. Don't be wrong. Open yourself up to the possibility that there is hope. You don't have to fear physical death. And you can live life with a different perspective. Knowing this thing on earth is just temporary. It's going to end. But the end is really a beginning. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. This one especially, Whom or What Do You Fear? Because this concept of fear, if it's not understood, is taking away life. This is not an overt Theft or a covert theft. This is an overt theft, I'm trying to take away everything you got. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you'll ponder. I've given you five scriptures to think about, to ponder on, to meditate on, ask questions on, and seek God because of them. Don't let the things that are missing from your life that you think you don't know about, don't let them steal your best health, steal your best life slavery of the fear of physical death will take away every bit of life you have. We love you very much, Dr. Michelle and I. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if there's anything I always ask you to do is subscribe. Find out what and who's coming next. a lot of cool stuff coming up, a lot of cool guests. And remember, once again, don't let those things that are still in your best health be hidden. Discover what they are, Fix them, remediate them, and let's have life and life more abundantly. We'll see you next time on Healthcare's Missing Link. Bye for now.